Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group here at the RSA Conference 2015 in San Francisco. I'm talking with Carol Alexander of CA Technologies, who works within the Payment Security Solutions Division. And Carol, you and I have been talking about authentication and some of the advanced authentication that's taking place in the card not present environment. But a point that you've made that I think is interesting is that really it's not necessarily authentication itself that's getting advanced. It's moving away from authentication and moving more into behavioral analytics. Can you give us some idea of what CA Technologies' perspective about analytics and authentication is? Sure, and I think the important thing to remember is, you know, traditionally people think of authentication as a credential. And what we have now is our card issuers really want to have a much better user experience, and the only way to do that and re maintain security is by employing analytics. And the behavioral analytics that you can do can really assess a lot of factors about the particular cardholder during the transaction to determine if they're really the legitimate cardholder. So that's what we mean by advanced authentication in this case. We're moving beyond a simple credential, which can be easily compromised, to how can I compromise a behavior pattern, a shopping pattern? So I keep that history, I understand what you're doing at the time during the transaction, I can determine if you are the legitimate user. And I think that's the key. You can look at, you can look for fraudulent activity, but the fraudsters are really smart and they can change their activity. But somebody is, their behavior pattern does not change and therefore you get greater security but you improve the user experience. So we like to call that zero-touch authentication. So we want to approach zero-touch authentication, which provides both the great user experience and the highest level of security you can attain. Right, because zero-touch really kind of brings in what it's all about. It doesn't involve the user at all. All of this is taking place on the back end. Exactly, exactly. And you talked about um, Visa's 3D Secure. So some of these behavioral patterns and the analytics, this is all baked into existing security that's been out there for a while, right? Because it right. seems like it would take time right. to develop and, and put together any kind of system that would have all of these patterns. That's right. So 3D Secure was, was invented back around in 2001 by Visa and Arcot, which is the company that I originally came from. CA acquired us uh, back in 2010. And over that time, what we were trying to do at the time was develop a way to secure online transactions with a protocol that allowed a dialogue between the card issuer and the card holder so that you could verify that it was really them. The issue with that is we were using a credential and often it would stop the transaction. So if you're asking somebody for a password and you can't remember your password, what they would do is, oh, I'm not going to use this credit card, I'll pull another credit card out of my wallet and then I'll use that. So that was lost revenue for the bank. So what we needed to do and evolve over time is to make that less and less friction. And so the 3D Secure provides the security, it provides the rails, provides for that authentication dialogue. But what you needed to do over time is build the layers on top of that that would allow you to implement this zero-touch authentication. Right, because you'd have to have the analytics there right. to bring the behavior in and really know right. who the person is who's conducting right. the transaction. So let's talk a little, Carol, about some of the migration that we expect to see from the card-present environment to the card-not-present environment. Of course, 3D Secure is something that's based on e-commerce transactions, right. and I think that there are quite a few card issuers who are more focused on CMP fraud or the expected elevation of CMP fraud. Right. So in essence, uh, back, I think it was back in 2006, 
the UK went to chip cards to, you know, made the EMB conversion. Immediately they started to see card not present fraud rise. The same thing happened in France. The same thing happened in Australia. So now, fast forward to the future, fast forward to we had a target breach and all of a sudden EMV became tatamount and popular and, and we needed to implement that right away. We have a deadline in October that in the U.S. merchants have to be supporting chip cards. Well, we're going to see the pattern again happen that as soon as chip cards become used throughout the U.S., then that really stops card present fraud, and the fraudsters are going to have to go somewhere. So what's going to happen is the card not present fraud will escalate, and what we need to do currently is to try to stop that now. So get a solution in place. So we're working with card issuers in the U.S. to get a solution in place at the same time so that they won't experience the rise in card not present fraud, which the rest of the world has seen. You know, something else, Carol, when you talk about issuers, your primary customer focus is on the banking institutions themselves rather yes. than the merchants. That's right. And you mentioned that there are some other products that you're working to develop, mm-hmm. such as a mobile wallet product. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works? Right. The other popular thing that's happening right now, the trend that's happening, is a lot of different organizations want to issue wallets. And so to do that, do you want to reinvent the wheel every time? So if a merchant wants to produce a wallet, if a bank wants to produce a wallet, what we're going to provide is the sort of solution underneath the covers so that they can implement a wallet for themselves and our software will be you know, on their mobile device, it'll be in the cloud as well, and it will help them implement that wallet. But it won't be the CA Technologies label, it will be whatever the customer that chooses to use that wallet. So, And this would be a wallet that's something separate from Apple Pay or right, Google Wallet. Right, 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 right. So it's not a payment device necessarily from the standpoint that it's Apple Pay, but uh, let's say a bank has an app already, and they may want to say they have online banking in there, they have your credit card information in there. You can do a lot of different things with your mobile app. Well, let's add in that wallet so that you can load in different cards and that you could pay that way. That's sort of the driver behind offering this solution to our customers. Which makes sense. And then one other point that you made that, that kind of fits into some of the analytics that you're offering, mm-hmm. moving beyond just the card not present environment, and some of the work with 3D Secure, you're also offering enterprise risk management from yes. an analytical perspective. Yes. So we also have an enterprise risk analytics solution, or it's, it's called CA Risk Authentication. And what we do there is rather than using a banking fraud model, we're using an enterprise model. And that will allow you to authenticate your employees, authenticate your consumers. For instance, you may have a loyalty program, and you need to analyze the security of that, and you need to see if these are really, you know, the valid users, we can do that using our enterprise risk product. So the difference is really the same technology. It's the type of model, and the model needs to be very focused on the type of fraud that's occurring. So whereas e-commerce transactions are a particular type of fraud, you know, your enterprise authentication has a very specific mode you know, of, of happening. So therefore, you want to look at different things when you're and implement a different model. When you're analyzing Yeah, when you're analyzing those transactions, yes. Sure. Carol, thank you so much for your time. That all makes sense, and um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Carol Alexander of CA Technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.